There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, this is Tyler. And this is KC. And you're listening to The Element Podcast. What's happening, All My Woods people? We are sitting in the rain in a tunnel in Illinois, not Iowa. I don't even know what town this is. I can't pronounce the name of the closest town. I'm not sure either. Yeah. You're a local. I, mean, I don't even have a good guess. <laughs> I, I knew Kaskaskia Road. But that yeah, was you it. knew how to say some unpronounceable word. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chili call. Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting here with Jake Hofer. Uh, Jake, say hi. What's up? We're sitting here with Anthony Warren. Hey, what's going on, guys? And we're sitting here with not Ben O'Brien. How you doing? <laughs> That's Sean O'Brien. You guys uh, might have heard him on the podcast already. Uh, Anthony and Sean are military dudes. They happen to be good friends of ours, especially uh, Anthony. We're getting to know Sean uh, this trip, and both the guys are just class acts, uh, as well as Jake. What kind of boots are those, Jake? Zamberlins. Ooh. You like them? Yeah, I have no complaints. I have nothing to compare them to either. These are the first oh. like nice pair. Uh, Didn't they write a song boots? about them? Whoa, Black Betty, Zamberland. <laughs> Isn't that it? Is that the one? You, you Weren't you singing canceled. that earlier? Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, come on, give us a rap real quick, Anthony. I can't do it. Oh, you can't? On. Oh, dude. No. He's freezing up. This is this is stage fright at its finest. No. It is, man. Man, you've been in like some stressful situations before, and you can't do this? I can't. What if I hit you a beat? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Come on, Summer Springs. Are you a rapper? Yeah. You a freestyler? He is. He is. Yo. His wife thinks he's out the white tails up on the hill. Yeah. Eating on the beans. Yeah. Jake dropping his pill. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Oh, my goodness. We're going to do a white tail rap album featuring Jake Hofer from Exodus and many others coming out in 2021. So, y'all be looking for that. Didn't Bone Collector do an album one day? I don't know. Uh, one year? Joe Exotic did. did an album. Did he? Yeah. Bone Collector had a pretty good yeah. song called Call the Hogs or something, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Red Aikens yeah. and Dallas Davidson, I think, did it. Yeah, yeah, yep. Guys that are in with Realtree, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, so. That's not us. That's not us, no. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we have been scouting uh, the last couple days. Anthony... And Sean and KC and I scouted Kentucky. We scouted Tennessee. And then we moved on up here uh, about midday today to Illinois and met Jake and burned the rubber and saw a lot of good sign, right? I yeah, mean, it was pretty good. What usually happens is we will um, we'll find, you know, we'll look at map dots and that kind of thing, and then we'll go in there, and the sign will be very subpar, and it's like, do we put it here? Do we not? Should we wait? And then we go somewhere else, and it's the same way. And I'm saying that because we've we've uh, we've done a lot of map scouts on, in Texas and mm-hmm. in this in in you know the Oklahoma yeah. in the South. You know, it, it tends to be tough. And KC, I think you made a point earlier about. Um, uh, I think you're talking to Jake about how it's like when you get up here, the deer are heavy and they make a lot of sign. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're just big big animals, right? Um, it's like Sean eats a lot of food, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just big dude, you know? So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm a grown boy. He is. He's a grown boy. Uh, so, 
you know, that's just, that's like a very helpful thing, man. And Jake, you had, um, you showed us some pictures earlier of deer that were like field dressing, like over 250, right? Yeah. Right around yeah. that mark. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. And I mean, the, what, that, what does that make a deer? I mean, does, are we, have we decided that that makes a deer 300 pounds if he's, he's over 250? He's knocking on the door. He's got to be close, doesn't yeah. he? I don't know anyone that wants to weigh a 300 pound. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, they shoot one and then like, that's a heavy animal to move <laughs> just yeah. to yeah. weigh it. <laughs> Dude, you go to Academy and buy a scale and it's going to top out at 300. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, there's just not many deer, at least where we're from, for sure, that are like that. So oh, pretty there's impressive. none. There's where, none. Where no, from. there's none yeah. right where we're from, for sure. Uh, especially around Austin. Uh, which we talked about that today too. We talked about Austin. That's a cool place. We did. Um, yeah. There's a spotted any... towhee in that tree over there. What is it? Spotted towhee in that tree over there. It's a cool bird. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, I, if y'all don't part me in a place I can look at deer while we podcast, I got to look at birds. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Anthony and Sean, speaking of birds, uh, birds <laughs> like mulberry trees, and those guys do too. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to rendezvous with these guys. Yeah. And then they got delayed by a mulberry tree and we had to sit there for like twenty minutes in sunshine. Yeah. I was I was mulling Talk away. about hold on, talk about <laughs> Anthony, talk about your um your basketball career. What? Yeah. Because weren't you jumping pretty high earlier to get those mulberries? Oh. I don't know how. I got like a solid nine inches. Your class of, of vertical. Oh eight yeah. Celeste High, right? Yeah. yeah. And did y'all have a basketball team? Yeah, we did. I didn't play on it though. Uh, it was too much running for me. Did J Dub play on it? Oh, yeah. You know he did. He's a star. Oh, yeah. Calculated star. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't think there wasn't much that uh, J-Dub didn't, didn't do. Yeah. As, 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 I mean, I don't think he played golf or tennis, but yeah. everything else he was. Let me ask you this. When you, were, you have been very impressed, you've talked very highly about Kentucky and Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then we came up here today, where does this – where does this now sit in your ranking of where you're going next year and how your priorities? I mean, if I've got like a quick weekend, I'm probably still going to hunt, you know, like that immediate area, Tennessee, Kentucky. But if I've got, if I can get off work early and, and like I see a front's coming through and, you know, granted I have a tag, um, this place, this place is like, looks pretty legit. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I know I was talking to you guys earlier and it's like, when I look at habitat that I've hunted in before, this is up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, um, a big part of these map scout challenges has been Exodus. Um, you guys have been able to get some cameras to us and we appreciate that a lot, man, because, um, we still run this, this thing, this element thing as whatever is below blue collar. And so <laughs> like to have, uh, that support is a big deal. So we appreciate that. And, uh, the trail cameras are going to be a big part of this because, um, uh, this map scout challenge in particular, because, um, well, a, one of the spots that we ended up finding pretty good deer sign, which was the last one was like point seven like seven tenths of a mile in wasn't it or something yeah. like that didn't you point measure six, it eight. yeah so that's a long ways to just go in and go i'm just gonna hunt here you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's a good thing to have a trail camera or trail camera info from there that can either tell you because a, a big part of hunting public land is eliminating ground right so either we're eliminating that spot or we're figuring out that it's good and as we were leaving like straight line distance from there there was a good buck yeah like not very oh. far Straight yeah, line. straight line, three tenths of a mile, something yeah. like that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty. We're awesome. gonna have a video of them within the, the week. I, I hope, almost guarantee. Man. <laughs> I hope, man. That Ooh. would be awesome. See, that's been the handy thing about having Jake around. He's yes. a he's a fighting Illini. Um, <laughs> is that something that everyone no, says? Or he's just a leather neck. He's a leather neck. Not really, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're eleven. Well, they were chief Illini, and then everything with PC. So now I don't even know what their mascot is now. It's not even the Illini oh. anymore. No, it's not chief Illini anymore. It's uh, oh my goodness. There was another. Not to get too far off topic, but Bradley University. They yeah. were the Braves. Uh-huh. Uh, like, and then now they are the Gargoyles. I'm not even kidding. The Gargoyles. Dude, my dad. My dad uh, played ball at um, Arkansas State. They used and they to, were the. They used to be. What, what, what was that? The. Um, it was like something Indian related, yeah, the wasn't Indians it? or whatever they were. It's, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on it now because this is perplexing. Because for the last several years, they've been the Red Wolves. Now mm-hmm. it's like that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. That um, people take such yeah offense to that. But it's been handy but, having a Illinois native 
uh, around. I mean, you had to drive a little ways to get here, but um, and we appreciate the meetup. But yeah, yeah. Um, like you have some insights on like just some ideas about what deer do and like how they're going to behave in this type of country that like I just really wouldn't know, you know, because we don't encounter a terrain, b like beans and corn mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. It's just not a thing that we see around the house, at least, you know. And you know, we saw a little bit in Tennessee and Kentucky, but. Uh, that was an ag country. This is ag country. Like, right. we're talking about woodlots intermittent in between a whole bunch of ag, right? Mm-hmm. Like, big ag or whatever. And uh, it's just kind of like to hear you say, oh, yeah, we'll get it. We'll definitely have a video of that here. You know? It's <laughs> you like, will, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like at home, I mean, for instance, uh, two years ago, we spotted a, like, a big buck for home. You know, I, I don't know what nobody has scored, but, you know, a big deer um, from the road. And tried to set up cameras and hunt that deer and never saw hiding her hair of that deer ever again. No. Because he's on the edge of a monotonous, giant, just bottomland, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And here, that's different altogether. Like, why do you say that you have such confidence? We'll see that deer. It's only a few of the way. <laughs> <He'll speak. laughs> like, like so, why, how do you know he's going to make it over there? Like, what if he goes the other it's way? It's just a good gut feeling. I, that's, that's just from a lot of times, too, and running a lot of cameras. And these, yeah. I mean, this is, this is probably the most... Like this terrain right here and the way this lays out is almost what I feel most confident in. Yeah. Uh, as far as just seeing the bucks that you want to see and hopefully shooting them. Yeah. So with that being said, um, I mean that right there, I would like I said I would not be surprised. Maybe it's two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But you're for sure gonna get uh, him on camera. But just, you soak it a month, he's gonna be on there. What's that? You soak it a month, he's gonna be on there. Yeah. 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 For sure. How how is this? country down here different different than where you typically hunt or is it much Uh, different for starters it's a really huge piece of public Mm -hmm. not used to that um there's less residential in the area too and so that's another thing dirt's different right dirt's definitely different for sure really yeah uh this is sandy loam and yeah where i'm at with a little little better dirt um and where we're back there is like almost rock yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) with how dry it is and obviously but um these fields are a lot larger too. Um, oh, really? So, yeah, I would so say smaller that. fields. Yeah, so kind of where I'm at, it's right on the bluffs, and so there's there's more hardwoods there too. What does that mean? Bluffs? Yeah, so, I mean I know what a bluff is, but like when you say on the bluffs, it's an area in Illinois. It's like uh, what, what most people see, like oh that's a ravine and that that type. Okay. So a little yeah. more uh, elevation changes. When gotcha. people think Illinois, they think kind of what you guys drove through probably the majority uh, of the time to get here Mm -hmm. where that actually has um, a lot more terrain features but this right here uh, if you get up on the bluff past the river and then if you find good deer and it's kind of these types of layouts and that first stop where we went through there there that with all those rubs and the way that laid out like that's identical to that one little farm where um, I've talked about before like two years ago where I killed that buck like that is the same exact thing I would be very surprised if you couldn't kill a really solid buck in there in October mm-hmm. on so the cold front the interesting thing about hanging out with you is you're pretty even killed and you're always very positive so it's hard to kind of <laughs> gauge how excited you are about something you know uh-huh. um, but after for quite a while I figured out that you thought that that place that we found down there next to the bean field with all those rubs is a pretty yeah. stellar spot yeah for sure I think like I said, I, I'm excited to see what what the cameras uh, yeah. show there, and I, like I said, I will not be surprised if there is an absolute hammer in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and just if you, the way you look at it too, like all the different lines and like big ag all the way around it, mm-hmm. and then when we drove out, we saw does feeding right on the outside of it. I said this is definitely doe bedding, and those bucks are cruising through. And then if you look at the the swamp right over there, really good buck sign. And I mean, the way that this all correlates, it's almost identical to the layout where I've hunted before, because mm-hmm. um, that has a big lake on it, and it's the same thing where it's real thick, and it's impossible to hunt, but mm-hmm. he's yeah. You know he's there, and the doe families are in the other pockets. So you mentioned that you really like the like the variance in habitat around there, right? Like there's yeah. just so many different things going on. Mm-hmm. And that, does that mean that there's bucks, or does that mean there's deer? Hmm. I think that depends on the type of year. To be yeah. completely honest, I, and here's the thing too: when you're soaking these cameras for so long, like even if he's living primarily a quarter mile away or half mile away, you're going to end up getting him on camera because it pinches down so much. Mm -hmm. That's where, like, if it was rolling hills, like in Kentucky where you're at, I'm sure there's a lot less defined uh, edge here, and it's like that pinches down real tight, and you're going to get him on camera. So what is that? So how does that that translate to, like, hunting season? Like, we put some cameras in that pinch-type stuff. Do you feel like that that's the place to hunt most of the time too? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the guy to ask on that. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. I like if it was me and this was 15, 20 minutes from my house, I would be in there 
on like pretty much every cold front in October, depending if there's a solid buck in there. Why is that? Why October? Uh, I really like October. I haven't killed a slob in there, but, okay. but I've had a lot of encounters. Um, so what I'm trying to say is maybe like the, around the 14th, 15th, 16th, when that first real good cold front rolls in, mm-hmm. that's when you start getting maybe a, a buck that's Starts a mile that way, and that's like where they start to show back up. Maybe yeah. you got them in velvet at one or one or two pictures. Right. You start to see them back, mm-hmm. and it's such so since it's so defined there, like it kind of chokes them down. So that's why I'd be there, just because hopefully you got them in velvet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are so out. on that getting them in velvet thing, that's kind of what we hung cameras for today. We have uh, we hang we hung three cameras today, two field edge cameras, and one that's over like a summertime scrape that's in a hub of of trails. So let's mm-hmm. kind of talk about those two different scenarios there um we made sure and hung cameras uh hung, can i say hung or hanged is probably p- correct but hung is like what i like i think to say. hung yeah. i think hung all right yeah good um do so, his best do, yeah <laughs> for you <laughs> yeah good our <laughs> podcast right uh, so um we made sure and, and hung those cameras uh pretty far from the roads for so that it was like seclusion is like a big deal mm-hmm. and then like we kind of have the idea at least of facing them to the north assuming that um deer are going to be in the shadier stuff is that a real thing yeah i mean a lot of times i i, I definitely think their bedding correlates to that in, yeah in the summer and early season you definitely bump more bucks on the north you know on the north end of a of a hill for sure and how this kind of lays out uh the scrape one where a lot of those beds were those were somewhat on a on a north side of the yeah, back true. slope so mm-hmm. that makes that makes sense and adds up to that yeah is there any secret to like field edge cameras or is it just like find a decent spot where you see some browse on what they're eating and just put up a camera uh, i don't know if there's any make sure that the four like whatever is in front of it whether it's bean corn or whatever mm-hmm. grass make sure that you knock it down or, or angle it to where you're not going to get a blank card because that's what i was saying here like one of those smaller trees you're like you really want to hang it there and i was like well if it was 10 minutes away and i could you know it wasn't such a big deal but uh we still hung on that tree anyways but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we hung it a little bit lower but i guess to, to answer that just make sure you're not getting false triggers like at the end of the day that's the most frustrating thing yeah mm-hmm. for sure that's not fun thing to check the tr- the card you especially know in back. video mode oh, oh yeah, that's yeah it's the worst it's hard to run through them because you're like well maybe i got something yeah and, Dude, then, and there's been times in the past when we were running video mode and like the last second of something it shows up and so like from that point on you're like i have to check every one of these mm-hmm. you know? yeah it's bad news not good bad so news. not that there's not a lot of tactic to field edge cameras but it's just that it's just a very effective way to get deer pictures yeah right? i would i mean I'm most excited about that uh, that scrape in that bay. Okay, area. so let's move yeah. to that one. Yeah. So that's a weird thing for us because um, we don't have summertime scrapes or anything. And that one, we could smell urine. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of scraping per se, but the, the blank spot's still there. And it's in like a wooded area, which usually scrapes are on edges for us a lot of times too. There's a lamb. Yeah, there was too. definitely a licking yeah. branch and stuff like that. But there's like five major trails that kind of all kind of come to that and just kind of hub around that. Like, do you find a spot like that very often? Not like that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, there's one in particular that's, that comes to mind that's very similar, like on the edge of uh, what I assume is primarily doe bedding and then like more where I've seen bucks historically mm-hmm. bed and it's kind of similar layout. And that thing will be active all year and it'll be active depending if there's a high density of deer. Mm-hmm. That would be one you could end up shooting a solid buck like late December or January. Yeah. I've even had bucks hitting scrapes then. So that's, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to get a full year's data off that. I mean, that hopefully will uh, align with my hypothesis, but I feel pretty comfortable that that will be the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So what's a, what's a, a good October cold front for Illinois? Hmm. We've had some great weather the last two years. Um, I want to say around that 15th or 16th of October, like maybe low 40s. Okay. Maybe. That's uh, a, a high or? That's when you're in the tree, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe you went from 62 to 40 sure. in a day or something like that. Okay. Yeah, 62 that's pretty, is still pretty chilly. Yeah, yeah dude. If we, <laughs> for dude, us, you know. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, it's so different. You October know? cold front for us, like, it's like, oh, man, it's only going to be 90. 78 today. You know, like, <laughs> whatever. You know, like, that's, uh, it's just, but you're a relative, right? They're still going to do the same kind of stuff, sure, yeah. you know, no matter what. A 20 degree temperature change is a 20 degree temperature change. Yeah, are change. you, so, like, would you, uh, if it was, if it had been kind of hot or whatever, would you still hunt when it's 67? If it had dropped 15 degrees, do you feel? I like, don't know if I'd be hunting back there, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a really solid buck right along in there that were, that 
when you check it in August or September that he's going to be there. And he's that's pointing a guy, and at that's, you like yeah. as a threat too. Like you better, <laughs> no, no, no. you better tell me what's on this camera. <laughs> well, you better tell me, but I hope you're going to kill one. Um, but I'm going to guess that there's going to be a probably a four and a half year old plus that's in there all the time on those cameras, and Dude. that's one that you can kill probably on any evening. Um, there was, yeah. I mean, did you say any evening? <laughs> there, I yeah, love this yeah. so much. I'm telling like, this exactly mimics one of the farms I've hunted. And I know it sounds crazy, but mm. I, I just feel, I'm really excited to see what we find Jake, out. No, Jake, Jake's been passing positivity. those 140s <laughs> going through there before. I'm not criticizing your positivity, y'all. It's just like, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's cool. It is well, really I cool. I mean, if you get it, some of those spots too, it was kind of dark and cooler back mm-hmm. in there too. So, I mean, um, maybe yeah. if you get aggressive. I mean, then once again, like, how aggressive are your setups too? And it, the access here, you can come in from uh, the north side. Is that north right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you come in from the north side or the south side, you have two different points of access here. I mean, so wind this, direction doesn't really matter. You can figure out a way to ex- get there. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that spot. Like, You'd walk a long ways, but it would be quick be, travel. Yeah. You know? what exactly. do you, so how do you convert uh, the information that we're going to get from these cameras into, like, targeting bucks? Would you ever actually set up on that field edge, or would you always – like, is that scrape the hunting spot you would always go to? Or would you come over here like the, to the big wood lot? He's and a like, scrape killer, bro. Yeah, dude, for whether real. it's right or wrong, I'd probably be in there. <laughs> November 3rd, especially, right? Yeah. 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 Just is be it hanging out? Like, do you, like, you know, you're talking about October, like, you'd be really excited about this place. Okay, so we'll say it's like November 7th, the best day of the rut. I'm going to have it burnt out by November. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's probably what, like like that's what would happen. Yeah, dude, I if love this that. Was down the road. That makes me happy, too, because, like, a lot of guys talk about, um, you know, kind of a lot of there's a lot of talk about like playing it safe and not being very aggressive and this kind of thing, and I think that's good on certain in certain instances. You know, you got private land or whatever, you got an opportunity to do that. But at the same time, like it's like, man, sometimes if you want to kill a deer, you got to get up in there with them and just hope for the best. You know, and like I think that that plays into even uh, you hunt a lot of private ground, right? So mm-hmm. uh, that would probably like if you think about it that way and you're an aggressive hunter, then just go procure more permissions so that if you burn something out and obviously if there's like a 190 it's a different deal right you're <laughs> probably bit, yeah. you're probably trying to make a little more calculated risk there but yeah um that i mean that's kind of like i feel the same way uh about hunting it's like man if it's a good day to go hunting go get in the woods you know don't mm-hmm. uh you know if you've got the time for a lot of guys these guys right here man like when sean gets to deer season he's probably gonna be working six days a week right you know so it's like that's yep. what it's seeming like. Yeah, now. I can go ahead and get a little bit closer. <laughs> so social distancing, we're practicing. <laughs> We've got four mics and five guys. So, uh, and the good thing is these military guys are don't ask, don't tell kind of guys. So. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we're, we're pretty good buddies. Yeah, that's point. what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, the uh, the way this whole ag stuff lays out with like the the smaller woodlots and then, like the connecting lines and stuff, does that make you also feel good about like the aggressive thing because what else is there to do? Yeah. Right? Like you kind of have to go, you have to dive in because yeah. if you don't dive in, you're just sitting out here in the truck almost, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be complete, if I was in a, a big big woods or like uh, even where you guys are at where there's less defined uh, things, I'd be lost. I really think I would struggle yeah. for at least two years to try to figure it out. But like this right here, it, to me, it's like, I, I don't know if it's because I've grown up hunting it for so yeah. long, but it to me is just like, well, how do you not? <laughs> it's kind of plug, plug yeah. and play almost, yeah, right? Yeah, just, just go do it because yeah. you're going to end up seeing it. I love that it. phrase. Yeah. Is there uh, anything... Um, that we missed like for, as far as like a summer trucking or tactic like is there anything any other aspect like besides like those really good trails or the field edges that like people should really think about i mean that active scrape really excited about i mean you could on private you could put some mock scrapes up i think that's a great way to get inventory uh I w- what time do you start putting mock scrapes up usually too late this year my goal is to try to put as many up in the month of July. So really? So do you, you you scrape them up, make sure there's a licking branch, and you pee in them? Pee in them? Is that pretty like, much yeah. follow the Jeff Sturgis playbook or try to find one? I mean, if I find a community scrape, for example, last shoot two two December's ago, mm-hmm. when uh, was pulling some cameras, found a huge community scrape, really fired up about it. Then I went and hang a camera in there uh, once again this year, and that's where I've that you know clean ten. Oh, uh, yeah. toad. And that's where he, you know, that's where he ended up hitting that scrape multiple times. And that's where it was already a community scrape. There's already a ton of activity and I didn't have to really do anything. And it was at a good spot, really easy to check. So I guess there's no, I mean, like I would only hang it on mock chase. I would try to find some other good natural uh, community scrapes and hang them there. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a perfect formula. I, I'm pretty good at finding big deer, not so good at killing them. So I can tell oh, you how to do that. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I think okay. that you... Um, 
you're a pretty humble guy, but also like, <clears throat> don't take this the wrong way, but you've grown up around some really big deer. So like, dude, the one forties that you're talking about, those are big deer, mm-hmm. you know, like for, for a lot of us, man, like yeah. those are giants, you know? And, uh, you talk like you pass a few of those, dude. And here's the thing: so. <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a 143 year old, it's different than a 140 year old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So true. That's yeah. a different different animal. Um, okay, but this was a question Casey posed earlier, and mm-hmm. I still want to try to kind of, I guess, revamp it and ask. November comes. Oh yeah. Even if you burn this spot out, um, are you still looking for a scrape, or are you looking for just like that? Like the first area we walked into, that it just rubs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is that a place where deer just in that pinch, cruising up and down, what it we east and west, I guess, uh, on some kind of wind, trying to just nose into doe bedding, pretty much. Is that like something you would hunt, or what would you? Were you would you transition? Or are you still going to hunt a scrape? Hunting it the first year blind, I think, would be pretty tough. Having cameras there definitely would be helpful to see what that activity is. Uh, by that second, third week in November, I mean, here's the thing too. So I always see like the twenty. 22nd, 23rd is always really good days, like the 25th, 26th, and that's just the way the cold fronts have fell in, in the past, on, uh, of, in October, no, okay. of October, of mm-hmm. October. And then maybe, well, I've killed two really good bucks November 3rd of November <laughs> making scrapes, but that, here's the thing. The one this past year, he was opening up a scrape. I walked in that morning, there was not a scrape. I yeah. saw it was leaves, he opened it up. So he's still opening up scrapes in November. That was not his core area. He lived probably about a mile and a half south uh, uh-huh. this past year. So he, so there's like November 3rd. It was probably one of those scrapes that he would open up one time, trying to look for a doe, and then it would he would never revisit that particular scrape. You think he opens it up and comes back through later that afternoon, and if nothing happens, then he's gone? I think, he would, I think he would end up coming back, you know, maybe two. I would say out of that two-day time frame that would have been your the only opportunity because right. i found other scrapes on the farm that just opened up so then let's say november 3rd no, november 2nd november 3rd bunch of new scrapes open and then i would think i've seen a lot of times where maybe like seven ten days later uh scrapes pick up again um but it's every farm's a little bit different and every scrape's mm-hmm. a lot different too so mm-hmm. that's where having just a ton of cameras and running them on that's that's an interesting thing to me too is, um <clears throat> You talk about that a lot, how your farms are different. They hunt different than each other. There are different windows that deer there, and then they just disappear, right? Right. That is not what happens around us much. You know, like, we pretty much, like, at least where we hunt, and even in several places that we hunt, I feel like, like, if deer are there, they kind of live there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they're going to be there. They're not going to transition a mile and a half yeah, necessarily. That, that doesn't matter if we're in Texas or the Midwest. Yeah. It seems like that's kind of how it is. It is, man. I thought the same thing, and I was like, um... <clears throat> Pretty much everywhere you and I have hunted, like except for my property. Yeah, and, but I've only mm-hmm. had one year in my belt. But on my my property that I just purchased, mm-hmm. um, about November twentieth, bucks were gone, gone. Mm-hmm. We and, have seen bucks. a little bit of late season disappearing, kind of thing. Yeah, but like overall, I mean, you're still talking about going through the almost the whole month of November before anything really changes dramatically. Yeah, sure. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. It's a it's a different deal, and it's interesting because like. There's not, like, hunting your property and then hunting mine, there's not, like, a difference. Like, mm-hmm. in strategy or the way deer behave necessarily mm-hmm. too much. Like, I mean, and then, or if we went to hunt public, you know, 30, 40, 50 miles from, from there, we'd still be in the same type of strategy, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, with, with Jake, it seems like, well, this farm hunts in late October. After that, I got to go somewhere else, you know? Yeah, and that, that might be related to pressure with myself or maybe in the neighbors as well, but... There's, I mean, even uh, where I found that shed with that, that real beefy buck, mm. there was a... What's a, his name? You got a name? You do your name? It's the worst name ever. River, River 910. Because it looks like he has a point because he has like a bonus point coming off the main beam on the inside. River? River 910. It, it's a garbage name. This is, this is uh, we have a, we have a guy that we know that uh, names bucks pretty similar to that. Yeah. He's like, I call this one the big eight because it's a big eight. <laughs> yeah. it's like, See, I try, <laughs> I try not to do that, but like if I'm communicating, well, here's another thing. I don't really communicate about all the deal with a lot of people, yeah. but, like, yeah. with my, but yeah. like with my dad, for example, I'll say like, well, this is the X farm eight. And then he's like, okay. So like, yeah. this is a property that's fill in the blanks. And then, so it's a, you know, for many years, was he like a nine or is he a 10 point? So he's like nine dash 10. What's gotcha. cool is you, like only on the podcast, do you have to put blanks in there? Cause we, Casey already knows everywhere you hunt. I right? know. I know all that, yeah. man. I was talking about the shed. He's like, oh yeah, I already know. Yeah. Jake was like, if I ever see y'all in Illinois and you didn't tell me, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, knowing Jake, that's a big that's threat. That's a threat. Yeah. That's a big threat. Yeah, he doesn't you know? get mad. He doesn't get that. No. Yeah, that's pretty serious for him. But I think it's pretty interesting how you have like a real strategy and then even a real comprehension of like what deer are using scrapes for. Mm-hmm. Like 
honestly, I don't think that much into it. And it's probably because I haven't hunted them that much. Um, but I just think that they're a thing that deer use for communication. And that's kind of where I leave it. And maybe I need to be thinking a lot more about it. Like, But the whole idea of you saying, like, that you're intentionally making this scrape, using it as, like, a calling card for a couple days, like, that's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Is that from trail camera study? Or, like, how did you figure like, uh, a little Dude, bit. you're pretty young to know this kind of stuff. You know, like, most people we talk to are real old that know that kind of stuff. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I just, I'm always trying to deduct whatever I can. A lot of times it's probably wrong. Uh, but running a lot of cameras, um, I mean, we've had deer since I was, like, we've raised deer since I was three years old, <clears> so that's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of drew, grew up in a deer hunting family, so I think that does help. And then also running a bunch of cameras and hunting a lot. But the point about the uh, River 910, for example, Hung a mock scrape in December, okay? Most people thought, probably think, like, what are you doing hanging a mock scrape in December? <laughs> that buck was working that sc- We had three deer over 150. <laughs> they all were hitting the scrape. Um, even if you go, yeah, I'm going to give a little secret here. If you go on our Instagram page and go back and look at, like, January 17th, and there's three stud bucks, uh-huh. that, pic- that camera was on a mock scrape, and, you know, during from you know december to that time frame all of those bucks hit those scrapes at some point man you guys you guys should uh like seriously recruit some of the the people who use your cameras to like submit data to you guys on different days and like start logging like query for like scrapes trails and then like log the the time and the the weather and all that kind of stuff and just see like how that kind of like correlates like local regional and then like you know, across bigger span, that would I mean, be like super with the cool. render. That's not that crazy of a thought either. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, we're gonna have to have people start sending the waiver that they can be part of a study. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we can go back on the scout tech. Uh, we could, we could probably work work some things through there to actually pull a lot of that data mm-hmm. yeah. and maybe hire an intern to go and manually yeah. like this was on a screen. Wait, so <laughs> you can, instead of getting people to submit, you just get them to sign a waiver and then you can pull the data yourself. I mean, you can probably scrape anything from the so, Hold on That's a second. That's cool. <laughs> hold on a second. What if I pee in front of my it, camera? <laughs> how safe is it for people to have wireless trail cameras? We have a super secure system. But you're saying that, like... Well, I'm the, just saying that has to be stored in the cloud anywhere. It's not like it's encrypted. It's not encrypted. So, like, so technically, if you weren't a such a stand-up guy... You could anyone who has a cellular camera, you could access the pictures. I'm not answering any questions. <laughs> any further oh my questions. goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't don't take a whiz in front of your cell phone. <laughs> cell cameras. Uh, okay. It's like it's like the your worst nightmare. <laughs> it's my worst nightmare, dude. I've talked about it several times. Yeah, go pee in your scrape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done it before. I promise. Me and Casey were hanging a camera. And oh, that's I look our up, disclaimer. I'm peeing in a scrape, and I'm like. Uh, when you check that camera, just know if you see me, just go fast. At least five times a, a, a year, it's like, hey, my Willie is probably on that. <laughs> so, yeah. so just uh, just disregard. So, uh, and luckily, um, well, these Exodus trail cameras have pretty good pixel, like yeah, pretty yeah. Good pixel count. Yeah. Back in the day, we used cheaper trail cameras. You couldn't really see; it's just a blur. Yeah. But it's now, just one or two pixels. You got to be careful you know with Exodus. Just one or two pixels. Dude, I know. Uh, so. <laughs> Anyway, um, you guys are doing kind of a study, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we actually kind of uh, today was the inaugural run here for. We haven't exactly named down, but like how the exciting! Whole, yeah, like the, <laughs> like the whole point is to run a ton of cameras all across uh, public land across the entire United States and try to find big deer. That Where's the it. tea in that? I was just wondering that. What's that? What did, what did I miss? Whenever a deer um, is I'm somewhere tired. over here. We've done yeah. this several times today. On like a different side of the road. Okay. He is what the road? Across. Across. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Okay. Jake's been, he's been trying to catch us on like some southern like, yeah, you know, like uh, Warsh. Yeah, or Warsh. something like that. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Warsh. I set myself yeah. up there. Yeah. You did. No, that's all right. All right go back with your study talk. Yeah. So, so anyways, uh, we're deploying to cameras, folks like you, to put them out and try to find Boone and Crockett, whitetails. I mean, and that's really not the end of it, but basically we want to show that there's big deer everywhere. Just go out and start hunting, and and, sure. that's cool. and, and we're showing these like basically like public land card poles. I mean, mm. are you gonna that, release data points or how how, how are you gonna show people that there's big deer everywhere? This is the start of the project, so yeah. I'm sure it's gonna evolve. Um, we haven't quite decided. I think some people that would be involved are probably gonna want to be anonymous to sure. some level. Um, like for my like that's why I drove four hours south. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But the. Anonymity is that how you say that word? Uh, yes, um, close enough. So, an enemy. It's much more like I don't care if people know I have a big deer on camera. What I don't want them to know is where it is. That's right. the tough part, and like that's kind of like where you're at with the 
the study. So is you going to do it like kind of by county almost, maybe like the Boone and Crockett system or something like that? Maybe, like I said, it's going to evolve. But I sure. think the biggest, like at the end of the day, everyone loves seeing big deer. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's no question. There's big, uh, there's big deer a lot of places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second biggest thing is we just want to show that there's like mm-hmm. everyone here is in, no matter where you live and it's like, oh, there's no big deer on public land. And then like all of a mm-hmm. sudden you see some local, you know, <laughs> share the card pull there and like, yeah. And whether that's good or bad, but we hope to sell more hunting license and get people excited about uh, public land. Like right here, like there's 18,000 acres and there's plenty of deer and, mm-hmm. and probably big bucks for people willing to drive and work for. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that one of the cool things about that is that, uh, yeah, this is a good spot, but I don't think it's specific. Yeah, I think you could go to, you know, yeah. say you take Illinois, it's kind of a long, longer skinny state divided yep. into three quadrants. This is a south or quadrant before, so uh, <laughs> triplets. Uh, so uh, thirds, thirds, yeah, three thirds, kind of repetitive. Uh, yeah, that's good. So that's not a carpentry in, uh, yeah, in measurement, is it? Three sections. Thirds. Um, We're more of eight. The southern section here, like you could probably assume that, you know, across the board, that there's probably going to be pretty similar um, outputs or similar amounts of deer on a property, right? I mean, there's a, there was a WMA that you had sent to me and Jake, um, that we didn't end up going to that I think would have similar, out, uh, results, you know, yeah. if we, we went to it. So, yeah. and maybe, you know, who knows, we might have to try something that, like that out. Um, but it'd be interesting to see like the, the little, uh, What's the word that everybody likes to use because it's fancy sounding? Uh, nuances. Nuances. Mm. Nuances between the WMAs. Like maybe there's more timber or less timber or right. more ag- And to see if like there is like some coordination between those type things. Yeah, you know? this isn't going to be a one-year study or whatever yeah. you want to call it. So, I mean, we're going to build on it. And that I'm hoping to see, you know, obviously we talk about historical data, but to see that on a wide yeah, uh, yeah. span there and see... This, everything that we can kind of deduct from it. What a, so uh, what's the so we're looking for booners now? Clarify a little about, bit. Yeah, I'm a net boon guy. You're a net boon. Nets guy. are for fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't put it in the book. Yeah, the so, reason is he's a net boon guy is because he's from like part of the country whoa, whoa, that networks <laughs> networks real good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, so if that's the case, if that's the case, uh, that deer has to be killed, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, all right. I mean, at the end of the day, I uh, I understand SEO. I understand a lot of those things too, and I know <laughs> Booner is probably a pretty good buzzword. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we talk about Booners and gross, but we don't say gross boon, gross yeah. boon. because that's just kind of lame. You we know only I mean? talk about them like hypothetically, anyways, because, because we, we always talk we always talk in gross. So yeah. when we say boon, we're just saying gross over one seventy kind of yeah, deer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like typical or yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> well, that's that'd be typical. Yeah. Uh, for the deer that we're going to get on camera is going to be a non-typical gross boon right yeah, here. So really, we're just talking about <laughs> deer who are going to gross 170 inches, uh, typical or non-typical, right? Yeah, yeah. And really, you're just talking about big deer, yeah, right? Yeah. So like... Um, but deer that could be considered, like it can't just be like a 157, you know what I mean? Maybe he'll be a booner next year. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> just put him on there. Well, okay. <laughs> we're we're kind of getting into intricacies a little bit, but I'm kind of interested. Like, what about like stud eights, you know? Obviously, we would include it, but yeah. I don't think we're going to put it in the tally. I mean, and I, here's the thing: like, we can't actually grow, like, we can't score these deer. Sure, it's a video. I mean, we can give it a. Maybe we'll have a scoring panel. Like, you know, oh, those, you know those that people. That would be cool. Yeah. You know those people. Don't that include just, us because we don't see deer that big. <laughs> yeah. But everyone knows Giant. someone. Like, you send them a picture and they're like, "Oh, that's one sixty-seven three eighths. and mm-hmm. then the deer dies, and it's like uh, one sixty-six or one sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and there's some people that are pretty good at that. Yeah, oh, there are for sure. There's a lot of guys in Texas actually are real good at that because mm-hmm. uh, those biologists down on, in the South Texas ranches they make their living off yeah. of yeah. guessing also, the deer. Also, right. uh, there's a lot of guides that are good at it because they make their uh, money off of if that deer scores 165. Or uh-huh. not, you yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, actually, no, sorry. Yeah. And well, on that note, there's a lot of lies get told on that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, it's so 170. Guys go home like, and you know, to Highland Park. Sorry, Jack, but they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, look at that 170 a shot. You yeah. know, it's a 162. But yeah. Whatever. Okay, so here's here's a question I got for uh, Ob and and Adub over here, both of y'all. Uh, whoever wants to answer this question uh, can separate from the other one if you want so, <laughs> no, uh, so like you guys got to see a lot of country today here too and you let's see you grew up hunting um florida ob and anthony grew up hunting some texas north texas stuff you've uh you went on a ridiculous um tour last year where you killed all kinds of deer and so Missouri, Kansas, uh, you've hunted the land, 
uh, LBL stuff from Tennessee and Kentucky. Brasker. Uh, Brasker. Um, so what is, like, when you see this stuff, how, like, how do you, how would you hunt this if you had to, if you had to get up tomorrow and go hunting now that you've seen it this afternoon, what would you, I would say it's October, okay, what would you do? Hmm. Well, I'd probably get, um, you know, those trails we were seeing all through there off those field edges. Um, I liked, I liked the big swamp we saw back in there, a lot of trails running through there, which I didn't, I didn't see that big scrape with you guys, but I think it was generally right in there, there. in mm-hmm. that vicinity. Um, cause I think daylight at that time, they're, they're definitely going to be cruising through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to be pushing does out in those fields quite yet. Um, if it was me sure so yeah. that's kind of how i would do it i'm no professional by any means what, here so what is this does this look like the best habitat you've seen or the best sign that you've seen um habitat definitely yeah um we haven't i i saw a lot of good sign in uh kentucky not too far from here actually just across the ohio river last year um but the habitat, I think, is really good. If we definitely put a lot more time. In so the what? Ground, okay. Think. So what is your your? Because you're not um, you're not going to get to be in this area next fall, really, right? More than likely yeah. not. Yeah. So and you're going to Georgia, Fort Benning, is that right? Yes, Fort Benning. And so you're you're going to probably hunt some on the base there, I guess, or probably yeah, yeah on the base. See what are you going to see what public lands are. Are you going to have the time to dedicate to public land hunting, or are you going to try to get some private or what's the what's your thoughts no, there i'll definitely try to get out there on that public land um the good thing is we'll probably be out there on the base training a lot so i mean even now whenever we go out to the field we're, we're doing our training but i'm always looking oh I, yeah or, oh yeah i'm always looking when we're walking around the woods um mm-hmm. so i'll definitely look when we're out there and then i don't know how much time i'll have uh to really do a lot of boots on the ground scouting mm-hmm. but probably be a lot of on X and diving yeah. right in. Well, that's then that's part of what we're doing. Um, and Anthony, you might want to talk about kind of what you're doing next year as well. But you know, we're we're out here doing this as part of the Map Scout Challenge. I don't know if I've even said that or any of us really said that, but this is a video from the, for the Map Scout Challenge, um, and um, you know, it is part of the uh, Booner Challenge as well, which is um, much less uh, definitive than the map scout challenge <laughs> as to what it actually does. In typical fashion. Uh, so, uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, so we've, we have, you know, we're trying to show guys that like you can go out and see things on your e-scouting on your map, on your phone or whatever, and put that into, uh, like put that into work and see that, see the results from that. So like, for instance, there have been places, like I said earlier, that, that Casey and I have gone after map scouting, and it's just like, man, it's just, it's okay at best. You know what I mean? But we haven't been to Illinois, right? <laughs> so it's not just Illinois, though. It's Iowa. It's Kansas. It's Oklahoma. It's uh, Nebraska. All those plain states, right? And then uh, Midwest, Missouri, Ohio. You know, like, these are places that big deer inhabit, and they make they make big sign and you can go and at least get on deer right and then not to mention like a two-year-old is going to be a pretty good deer you know like for a lot of guys that work in six days a week like Mm -hmm. you see a two-year-old he might you know he might go over 100 yeah that's that's cool dude dude's fun to shoot stuff it is dude it is anthony (laughs) can attest to that right yeah Yeah. (laughs) anthony shot uh, might go over two inches two (laughs) (laughs) he's uh he's he's netting over two inches for sure (laughs) yeah he is he's got got a non-typical point Um, well i think that um one of the good points about that is like one of the things we try to do the map scout challenge is to hit a variety of habitats and one of the cool things about illinois in Tennessee and Kentucky to an extent too is that like anywhere you've got a little bit of terrain with trees and corn and beans like mm-hmm. it's it's different but it's the deer kind of doing the same stuff deer right? deer man yeah yeah they're, they're gonna, gonna do deer they're gonna sleep they're gonna eat and they're gonna breed yeah and that's that's kind of my point is like um you know if you got a if you got a vacation go uh go to a state that like you can make things happen don't mm-hmm. you know don't just stay around home uh, unless you, unless you really you feel like you need to, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, but you're going to, you are going to stay around home quite a bit this year. Cause you got some pretty good hunting in your backyard, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Casey uh, scouted that cornfield in your backyard this corner corner. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. what are the plans? Cause I know you've got 
like literally okay. seven so, or eight tags you're trying to buy right now. So if I could lay out my perfect season and, and stay pretty quick, I would try and hunt early season on post um, and Kentucky uh, yeah. on Fort Campbell. Uh, yeah. So I'd try and hunt probably the velvet season for Kentucky. I'd try and shoot something um, on Fort Campbell because it's a, a bonus tag. Um, and then outside of that, if those things happen, then I would probably come up um, – I'd probably come up here uh, or, you know, somewhere in, in Illinois and uh, look at this, you know, maybe early season, try and focus on a, a pinch point or a food source. Um, and then come November, if I can break away for even a weekend, I'm going to Kansas. Um, and then uh, just, you know, hopefully fill that tag and, and then, uh, you know, get back here if I haven't already filled a tag. So there are no Texas Illinois. this year. No, no Texas. That's it's, that's uh, it's not super high on the priority list yeah, for me. Yeah, that's it's, okay. it's far that's okay. away, and uh, there's just a lot of a uh, lot of competition, you know. And, <laughs> there is, and, man. and I'll just tell you, like, <clears throat> it took me eight years to shoot one mature buck, you know. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's a tough place, yeah. and you guys know that. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is, man. It is, but um, you know, that's there's also a little bit of fun in that. Um, which Jake doesn't know anything about that, but <laughs> uh, no, but it, it is, uh, it's, it's fun to think about the day that you might have success hunting like a really tough property. Uh, Cause Casey and I have a, a few properties that we hunt that are much closer to home um, that are very tough. And I can just, he's, he's shot a buck out there. Um, he's got a shot at a buck. When one of the first sits we sat out there, he shot a really good buck, uh, jumped a string like crazy. Aww. Um, but you know, out of these, out of those few spots out there, um, it's not that great, but I just think about how many good times we've had out there and what it's going to be like when I actually, actually do shoot something, you know? So I like shooting deer. Like I get juiced up every time anyway, so I can only think about something that took four years for me to do, you know? So, and I, I mean, honestly, like down there in Georgia, I think you're going to come across some similar type stuff, smaller deer, big woods settings. I know like northern georgia has some like massive wmas i believe so uh maybe worth checking out we've got a, a buddy i think doesn't brian grossman hunt uh some of that north georgia he stuff does. i think yeah. yeah so uh he may not want me saying that and i don't know that that's north georgia but it just looks like it from what I i've feel, seen so. i feel like uh there's some other tags you can kind of grab and kind of do like what y'all do here too like across yeah. the state line and go do some stuff yeah. i think alabama was one of the ones they talked about would be Dude, pretty cool there's a do. ton of opportunities out there if you really really dig man and and hopefully just be polite but ask you know like forums you don't just go asking for people's spots but there are people that are willing to help you out there on forums and stuff oh, like yeah. that so uh check into all that but um Guys, I had a great time today. I mean, I can't tell y'all how much this was like such a relief because I've been working really hard. <laughs> we went on vacation and it was like just, you know, screaming kids the whole time. So uh, anyway, it's been it's been a blast hanging with you guys. I appreciate you coming up, Jake. And, Shoot, yeah. Um, and hey, if everything. somebody wants to buy Exodus Trail Camera, how can they do that? They can go to exodusoutdoorgear.com. Um, <clears throat> be sure to head to our YouTube channel as well for the – for the, uh, the Booner Challenge here. Yeah. And, uh, oh, okay. Explain that a little bit more because, I, so there's a, <laughs> it's going to be a YouTube kind of thing, right? Yeah. It'll be on our YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, the, a lot of the card pulls will be on there, obviously. Gotcha. Um, and then we'll probably end up having some more information, spreadsheets and stuff we might share. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about your Instagram, Sean? Uh, I don't even know my handle. I'm going to see what <laughs> Anthony look, look it up for me. <laughs> I don't, you know I don't get on second. there that much. Yeah. I, I don't, that's right, I don't dude. post all that's that. That's right. Often. When you start working for us, you will. It's uh, <laughs> S underscore O'Brien 94. And it's mostly pictures of what his biceps looks uh, like. And, um, um, I got some with my wife, oh, my yeah, dog, yeah. my son. Yeah. Look at those that's, sheds. Are those sheds up there, dude? Yeah. I found those. How about up that, man? This year. It's good stuff. There's and a then couple, uh, couple Anthony, Anthony is actually a good follow on Instagram, even though he's not on it anymore, right? Um, he has decided to delete his Instagram app, but he still has the Instagram no, profile, I, right? I, I pulled it back up. Okay, uh, yeah. Hey, okay. Sean talked me into it because I I just like seeing big bucks, right? Now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like there's not a day that goes by I don't walk into work and I don't look at him and say, man, I just want to hunt big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just it's just life. But um you know, I, I don't post a ton. I, I think I just posted like yesterday. But um, if you uh, if you want to check me out, I think it's a 
uh, a warning underscore imagery yeah. uh, on Instagram. Good stuff on there. Yeah, so. it is. It's good quality uh, <clears throat> photos. So Anthony and I, the listeners that have been around for a while know, but we used to shoot a bunch of stuff together. Uh, and when I say shoot, I'm talking imagery. Um, and we tried to shoot some deer too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we mostly shot really high quality imagery, especially uh, Anthony's a super creative mind. And um, if you can't tell, just very, you, he's very well thought about a lot of different things. So uh, good follow for sure. Exodus, of course, is going to be a good follow. Um, and um, probably going to see KC and I on a Cribs at some point yeah right. when we i'm thinking cribs. after this year for when we sure get cribs. yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna need some cribs though first is the is the issue you know i said that i didn't have i've and y'all know this about me if you listen but i haven't shot that many big deer or really any big deer <clears throat> you know, i shot a couple of nice texas Dude, bucks, the first but, one you shot i think is pretty good i like that deer wait talking about my first archery buck yeah ever? hey he's cool we have to fit so he has a video of the first archery buck he ever oh, shot ooh. my mom filmed it she was my Dude, person. Awesome. it was straight like waddell on steroids oh, man. Awesome, it was dude. awesome but uh what i was gonna say is like i can be like the elk contribution i got a couple yeah. elk yeah. heads and stuff we, have yeah. had, you know, we haven't had much of that yeah at this point yeah. yeah that's good i feel bad about myself that's good Thanks i'm glad you did yeah dude yeah. yeah for sure so tyler's got like 17 big buckheads <sighs> so i believe that like pretty excited pretty excited to see the dude, the, the full work he's got a spread man hey he's got a he's got a six point buck Oh my I'm telling you, you would you like if you saw that deer out in the field from like 300 yards distance, you'd probably think that Joker was like 150s. Like, oh yeah, no doubt. He's uh, my dad measured him. I never measured him. My dad thinks he would net Pope. Goodness. As a six <laughs> point, yeah. a six that's pretty cool. He's man. huge, man. And tall and like just has mass. Yeah, that's he's, cool. yeah he's huge. But uh, is that Kansas or? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think we're gonna try to uh, line that all up, maybe with uh, the hog hunt. Yeah. Next year. Uh, oh, Jake, are we? Did y'all talk about that? Yeah, so Jake okay. says as long as it's not during the Great American Outdoor Show that they're in. <laughs> I was wondering what y'all were talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, that, I'm down. Dude, and he said yeah. that variance. That means Chad is coming down too. So yeah. he already well, Chad him. is definitely going to run some pigs down. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know that dude's fast. He's going to rip them apart <laughs> with his variance. That's going to be some great guys. <laughs> Choke hold. Right. Kill him with his bicep, man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, I fully expect some Exodus t shirts next time you show up. For sure. No, I'm just kidding, man. Not the ones with the how did you get a hole in the back back here like that? I, I've worn this a lot, and I was like, we're going to go burning through timber. So it's like, that's worth a crappy shirt. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is, uh been seen many acres. That's yeah. what it is. Is that that's like good. a fence? Oh, I bet you were going underneath a fence I and bet they got you. it. Yeah. <laughs> Crossing yeah. fences. I knew it. Uh, Illinois yeah. boys, dead coming. Yeah, dude. They did some illegal stuff around here, man. For sure. Yeah. Oh, well, man. appreciate you guys listening, and uh, I appreciate you guys being here and, and doing this thing with yeah. us. Thanks for the, the uh, ride around the tri-state area here thanks and for the deer summer sausage for yeah, lunch there o'brien dude yep. this stuff was great and um and then the hospitality as it's well been fun guys yeah it's, it's been, been awesome. awesome so remember this is your element living it <laughs> <laughs>